listening to the home of cool, irreverent, and entertaining talk right here on L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to The Art of Love with your host, Lucia, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to The Art of Love. My name is Lucia. I'm your host and a dating and relationship expert. And I'm here to entertain, educate, and enlighten you about love, dating, and relationships. Take your live calls, answer your emails, and speak to authors of books which I find interesting. And as usual today, another interesting topic, another interesting author... And he's actually been on the show twice before, so it's his third time. Um, his name is R- Your Royal Flyness, and the book is Tweet Her and Meet Her. And, of course, the um, the website is TweetHerAndMeetHer.com. So, welcome back to the show. Thank you, thank you. It's great to be back. Yes. So, your Royal Flyness, author of the series from MySpace to My Place, the Facebook date for, book for men, and now Tweet Her and Meet Her has met hundreds, although I believe it's probably thousands, of women online. <laughs> I know you. Uh, from just about every large social networking site in the world. He's been on numerous TV and radio shows, including The Tyra Banks Show and Dr. Phil. So, that's what we have in common because you and I have both been on those two shows. Oh, there you go. Wow. Yeah. How did you end up on Dr. Phil? Um, It was somewhat similar. I had inquired. They were actually already doing a show on social media, so I sent in an inquiry, um, and they just ate it all up. They loved the books, and they wanted to bring me on, particularly um, because of a relationship that I had that where I met the woman, and we sort of broke up online, so it was a pretty high-profile thing. Oh, you broke up online? Like, what do you mean? Well, actually, what what my ex used to do um, with was, you know, whenever she would have an issue in the relationship or if she had an, had a problem with me, instead of just talking it out and hashing it out in person like normal people do, mm-hmm. um, she will run to Facebook and she would just change her relationship status. Oh. So, um that in itself caught the attention of the show, and that was part of the reason why we were on. So, see, she um, she was actually good for you, actually. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, you know, and I had to, I had to, I had to handle it properly. So it's and, all handled. <laughs> um, so you know, it, it's funny because um, I'm a bit dyslexic, or maybe I'm just totally dyslexic, and I'm in denial. And um, so when I was writing uh, the page for today's show, I I switched the title around. <laughs> And it, okay. end, it ended up being meet her and tweet her. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. That's in reverse. And I actually tell guys not to do that. A lot of guys they'll meet someone in public and then they'll take it on to the take it on to social media. And I don't really suggest that. I really think that you're going backwards. The object is to use the internet and bring her to an in-person meeting. Exactly. And you certainly know how to do that. <laughs> So for the few people out there that don't know what Twitter is, and I was actually just on it two minutes before the show starts because I'm obsessed with it, uh, what is it? Okay, well, Twitter, basically, and, and I get this a lot, too. Uh, matter of fact, I just traveled to Puerto Rico. There are a lot of people over there who hadn't really heard of Twitter, or if they had, they just haven't used it. They're still pretty heavy Facebook users. Um, but basically, Twitter, what is Twitter? It, it's, it's basically, it's the easiest way I could put it, Mm-hmm. Do I describe it as it's like a diet version of Facebook. It's basically just the status feed. You have 140 characters to put out what you're doing, um, many, maybe any interesting news, maybe a link, and you hit enter, and then you see who likes it, who who replies back to you. Um, but what the beauty of Twitter is that you, I guess when you first sign on, because I know when I first registered, I'm like, what the heck is this? Right, me too. So. 
Yeah, but then, you know, after, you know, people start following you and you start following other people, um, they actually can see what you're updating. You can see what the people you're following. You can see what they're, you know, putting on their timeline, which is like a public account of all of your updates. Um, you know, then it becomes a more worthwhile experience. So, you know, all the all the people out there, all the men and women out there, if you're not on Twitter yet, Give it a shot. Just start following a bunch of people, and you'll kind of get the knack of it. That's the easiest way I can describe it. Yeah, I know. I um, signed on in 2009 for the first time, and I felt like I was in no man's land because I wasn't following anybody because I didn't know anything about that. And I had like three people following me, and I'm like, this is weird. I don't know. What is this? You know. <laughs> but then once I really got yeah, into yeah. it and I got the hang of it, now it's like I, I love it. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's that sort of site, you know. You know, you just don't really know until you until you, you try, try it. it. That's right. So, of course, you know, when they hear about your book, of course, people are going to be saying, okay, is he trying to teach men how to play women and take advantage of them? Right, yeah. And, you know, I, I get that so much. And I and I was, I was, I anticipate that question so much to the extent where in each of my books, um, obviously, you know, yes. but in each of my books, I have a disclaimer section. It's like right after the table of content. So you know immediately, like, what the heck I'm going to be talking about. And you also know, you know, hey, you, you know the deal. So basically, no, I'm teaching guys to be what women actually want. Because I tell guys at first, you know, you have to have integrity. A lot of guys, for instance, they lie. They'll put out the whole relationship, I want to be with you pitch, where many times they might just want some booty, or, you know, or maybe he wants to be with her long term, but he's just going about it the wrong in the wrong way. So I just instruct guys on how to, you know, kind of, quote unquote, spit game accordingly. Mm-hmm. And you have done it with three books. <laughs> um, Actually four. This uh, is number four. Oh, what's the, oh, because you wrote the one for women. Of course, I forgot. Yeah. Yes, the ladies' guide and the men's guide to MySpace, from MySpace to my place. Um, also, the Facebook date book for men, and this is book number four. And I know what number five is going to be. Uh oh, <laughs> what's your guess? It's going to be link up with LinkedIn. <laughs> you like I don't that, know huh? about that one. I don't know. We'll see, though. We'll see. I, I, I will tell. Yes, you probably will, because, I mean, that's just the natural next choice. I mean, the, what else are you going to do? The two-step at Foursquare? Uh-oh. <laughs> I usually don't put out my project beforehand, so we'll see. Exactly. We'll just, you're not we'll going to tell. I know. I know you're up to something. Um, okay. So, yeah, it's interesting that because... I, I never thought of Twitter as a place to meet people. I just thought of it as a place to go get your news, see what's up, and I never thought of it for Twitter. So you're saying you can actually meet people on Twitter. Absolutely, Obviously. absolutely. It's, it's much easier than people think. It's much easier. Um, you know, again, once you get the knack of it and you know how things work, it becomes pretty easy. I think people tend to look at um, all social networking sites in the same way. The reason why I have all four of these books is because each networking site is somewhat different. You cannot approach Twitter the same way you would approach Facebook. Twitter is very much a public website, mm -hmm. so you have to make sure that you tailor your messages accordingly. You can't put all your business out there. You can't, you know, say, you, you don't want to divulge too many details about your personal life it makes you look bad. And, and public perception is very, very key on Twitter, which is not quite the same way on Facebook because it's very easy to just message someone on Facebook. Twitter, a little different. Yeah, and luckily, since you only get 140 characters, it kind of stops you from making a fool of yourself most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes, but, okay. you know, then again, people manage to do it all the time. You know, there have been many celebrities, for right. instance, who've gotten themselves in very big trouble. 50 Cent, Chris Brown... Um, you know, a lot of people have kind of put out, put things out there that shouldn't have been there, and they've been reprimanded for it. So people have to be careful. That's right. Yeah, don't tweet when you're pissed or drunk <laughs> or high. Exactly. <laughs> um, Very good advice. Yes. I, I don't know. If, I don't think it, that's probably in your book. I don't know. But, um, okay, so you talk about the profile picture, and it's interesting that you uh, mentioned that how f women feel about men that have their shirts off on their pictures on their social networking sites. Right. And, and as yeah, a yeah, it's, 
Mm-hmm. As, a woman, as a woman, I agree because, you know, if I see, if someone's profile picture, especially on um, Twitter, is a guy with a shirt off, then, you know, if I'm looking for a relationship, uh, I'm not going to take him seriously. Absolutely. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, a lot of guys go about it the wrong way. And and I tell guys, you know, you, you have to, you want to be a little careful. You want to be calculating because if you come across like you're trying too hard, and this, and this like, transcends like everything that you can do you know from your profile picture on to what you say to her even on a date even on an in-person basis you can tell and i know lucia you can tell mm. you're the cougar expert you can tell when a guy is trying too hard and most women can you could tell and in it's the same with your profile picture a lot of guys for instance they're 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 taking off this shirt they're oiling their chest up it you know i mean they're they're showing the little V in the pubic region. <laughs> it's, it's not cool. No. Guys, even, you know, just like calm it down a little bit. You know, you can still be clean cut, but don't make it, don't go overboard. Exactly. And so, um, so you have your profile picture, but then some people don't know that you can also add twit pics. So what are those? Yes. So twit pics, um, the, another name, I mean, Basically, a TwitPic or there's another service called Plixi. They're just services which allow you to um, upload your photos. It's like a third-party site, but a lot of people will import those into their timeline. So, for instance, one of your updates, you might say, hey, check me out. I was at the bar yesterday, and you'll put up a little link, and the link will take um, everybody who's following you or whoever clicks on the link to that particular photo. And even once they click there, they could see some of the other photos that you've posted. So in a way, it's like a photo gallery, and it, you know, it kind of gives people a way to actually see more than what's on your profile and in that one profile picture. Right. And then, of course, if you um, get fancy, then you can also have a bunch of background uh, pictures on your background the way I have on my profile. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is Cougar Expert. <laughs> uh, I got that idea from Kim. Car- <laughs> I got that idea from Kim Kardashian because she had that on her profile. I'm like, hey, I want mine to look like that too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. I know. So then there's also TwitVid, and what is that? Okay, TwitVid is very similar to a to a TwitPick. Um, for instance, I'll use TwitVid a lot to you know kind of share tips in in online dating game to my, you know, my readers and subscribers. And basically it allows you, like, let's say I am out and about, I'm in New York City, and I happen to see, you know, I happen to see Lucia in New York City, and I want to ask you a few questions, put them on Twitter. Uh Um, I could do just that. And and what that service allows me to do is after um, I'm on my mobile phone, I might have a video on there, I could just upload it immediately. Um, It'll go to TwitVid. And I could choose to also put that link up on my timeline. So if anybody clicks on it, they can see the video, and there you go. Wow. I didn't even know about that. And by the way, your handle or your username on Twitter is? Yes. My Twitter name is just Flyness, F-L-Y-N-E-S-S. That's right. That's all you need. Um, Okay. So then you also mentioned the latitude and longitude listed on a profile. And I'm glad you did because I didn't know about this. And I've seen numbers on people's profiles. And I would just thought, why are those numbers there? And then I just kept it moving. Right. And, and, And this is so important. This is important on many levels. I don't care if you're looking for a job. I don't care if you're looking for a lost loved one or if you're looking for a booty call or if you're looking for a husband or a wife. It doesn't matter. You need to know this. All right. So the geo, they call it geotagging, and basically this is um, something, for instance, a lot of BlackBerry users have a service called Uber Twitter. Um, a lot of people have, you know, a lot of these different mobile applications for their smartphones, for their Blackberries, iPhone, Android devices, whatever. Um, and basically when you're setting up Twitter on your mobile device, there is a feature that a lot of them ask you, hey, do you want to turn on geotagging or do you want to turn it off? Geotagging, basically, it's able to map your location 
Uh, pretty specifically, sometimes people don't want their exact location because mm-hmm. I don't. Right, right. Um, so I'll do it like within like a 1,000 meter radius. That's still too You know, but it generally tells people where you are. So based on those two coordinate numbers, you can actually take those numbers, put it into Google Maps, and it'll tell you where that person is. Mm-hmm. And so that helps you meet people because... Yes. Well, what you can do, um, what you can do, um, Twitter has, Twitter is actually changing very, very quickly. So, like, I think even nowadays, I think probably in the last month or two, you won't even really see those numbers in people's profiles anymore. Um, I think Twitter automatically translates those numbers into cities and states. So you can see where someone is, not even necessarily if they put it in their profile, but because Twitter automatically knows. Um, but it's important because what I always tell people is when you're meeting someone online, it's very easy to get caught up with someone who lives 10 states away. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, that's not cool. You know, don't, you know, because it's not really feasible. I mean, it's cute and everything, but unless you're dealing with Donald Trump or Bill Gates money, who has the type of you know, time and energy and everything else right. to be flying in and out of, you know, in and out of California if, if the other person lives in Florida. It's not, it's not practical. So the geotagging is important to figure out if that person's actually within your vicinity. Right. And, uh, okay, so do you want to go over a list of what not to do when you're trying to meet someone on Twitter? Oh, man, where could I start? <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> well, start... Yeah, well, it starts, I think, at the very beginning, it starts with your profile. A lot of people are like, well, what should I say? You know, what pickup line can I use? Everybody wants a pickup line. Yeah. And, and I understand that. And I, I used to before, you know, I developed a knack, a knack of game. But, you know, it starts with your profile. So your profile, biography, it shouldn't be anything, like, totally off the wall or crazy. I would say stuff like, you know, for instance, if you're – if you're a guy who happens to like breasts and if you're kind of perverted, if you like Playboy, whatnot, I mean, what guy doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't want to go ahead and throw that in your biography. And believe it or not, a lot of guys do. A lot of guys just don't think. And they'll put, you know, I want to meet Je- Jenna Jameson <laughs> in the profile uh-huh. info. And, and that's not really the business. What you should do is just keep your profile bio somewhat short, somewhat mysterious. You know, you could even say, like, a cool guy from southern L.A., you know, having fun, seeing what's going on on Twitter. It could be something that simple. Mm-hmm. You know, your profile statement um, isn't designed to be that long anyway, which is actually a good thing. Um, also, your picture, again, we already talked about it, but it should be clean cut. You should, you know, be somewhat clean. You don't have to be in a full suit, but as long as you're clean cut and whatever you're wearing, nothing that's wrinkled, I think that's a good general rule of thumb. Um, and when talking to women on Twitter, generally, especially in the first note, you don't want to compliment her, especially you don't really want to compliment her on her physical characteristics. And when I say that, like, oh, baby, you know, you are, you are so beautiful and wow, look, you know, look, <laughs> you're so curvy. Wow. Uh, and you're sexy. Uh, now, you don't want to do that. Right. Women enjoy it. But is that really going to get you closer to meeting her? You, you no. kind of sound weird. No. Yeah. So those are some good things to start off with. I mean, a lot of people, like, they they start, I mean, they, they fail at those few steps. You know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, what do I say? Or how come I'm not getting any positive responses on Twitter? And I'll go right to their profile. And I'm like, man, I don't even have to see the lady. I'm looking at your profile, and there are a few things that would probably throw a lot of women off. Mm-hmm. So, so those are the main ones then to look up. Also, you said your your handle, your username should be not too uh, sexual. Absolutely, yeah. Your your username shouldn't be too sexual. Um, a lot of guys they choose names that are, I would say, leaning more toward the the gay side of things, which is <laughs> not bad if you're gay. Uh huh. But if you're trying to meet women, this is not the book for you. Right. <laughs> so a lot of guys, you know, or if not gay, maybe perverted. So a lot of guys might have like, you know, daddy long stroking or 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 nine inch nine inch male or something <laughs> like that. 
male as in M as in Mary, M A L E. Like oh, that's not oh, cool. Oh, okay, got it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you have a lot of kids, <laughs> and and I know you know how I know because I've seen them. So uh-huh. you know, all you have to do is look. I mean, there's a ton of guys who are you know overly sexual, and it's not attractive to women. It's to most women anyway. It's not something that is going to make another woman say, look at it and say, wow, I'd, I'd love to get with him. Yeah, right. You know, these guys just have to calm it down. Yeah, a lot of a lot of guys just have to just to calm the heck down before, you know, actually getting into the whole dating arena of Twitter. Yeah, and if I can add one more thing, uh, tweeting too much, would that be a, wouldn't that be a do not? Absolutely, yes. Yes, because it takes away a certain degree of mystery. If you're on Twitter 24-7, 365, it's like, damn, doesn't this dude have a life? You know? And, and another thing that I, that I caution about in the book, and I, I guess a little bit later on in the book, is if you're having an actual exchange with a woman on, on Twitter, um, let's say you message her at 6 o'clock. Then she messages you back at 7 o'clock. Don't message her back at 7.01. <laughs> You know, and, and if she messages you again at 9 o'clock, don't message her at 9.02. The, the, the thing is, you want to make it at least seem like you have something going on in your life. Right. You know, it, it, and if you don't, if you're just sitting there on Twitter and if you find yourself just waiting for her response, then you're doing something wrong. You're, you need to take up a hobby. You need to go work out. <laughs> you need to read a book. You know, a lot of people do take Twitter a little bit too seriously and you know that's not really cool right or also what uh, what's happened with me is um you know i've seen some attractive guys that i've you know seen in the media whatever they're not celebrities but they're kind of whatever half celebrities and uh so i started following them to see what they were about and after following their tweets for a while i was so turned off i unfollowed them i'm like wow I don't want to know him. Because <laughs> they just had nothing to say, and they were so boring. I'm like, okay, he may look good, but I am not interested. That's a very, very good point, because a lot of a lot of guys really don't realize how Twitter Twitter can really mess you up. And just, just like you said, there might be notable people, somewhat well-known people, celebrities, and Twitter is exposing how lame. Mm-hmm. Hate to say it like that, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put anybody's name out there. But it's really exposing how lame a lot of celebrities are because people are honest. You can actually see what people are thinking. Whereas Facebook, you can see what they're doing based on you know like their photo galleries and such. You can see them in many different situations. Twitter actually gives you an inside glimpse as to what people are thinking, what they're doing, and you can you know a lot of people are are kind of lame. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for instance, there was there was a kind of a lesser-known R&B artist who was trying to, um, I guess, holler at Rihanna. Um, and this was, um, this was a couple of months ago. And this was pretty public. And, of course, you know, the whole Chris Brown-Rihanna situation. Right. Um, I think this, this guy, he also um, took, a, took a swing at, Chris Brown, you know, verbally, a verbal swing at Chris Brown, and he and Chris Brown kind of went at it, and this was all through Twitter. They're, they're <laughs> arguing back and forth, and Chris Brown's calling him, you're gay this, you're gay that. I mean, that sort of stuff, it really makes, it really, you know, people place celebrities on a pedestal, let's face it, yeah. and that really brings celebrities down, yes. like, a lot of notches when you start to see stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember that happening. I don't remember who it was, but uh, yeah, I remember that happening. Um, so moving right along. So how can uh, someone use trending topics and hashtags to meet women? Okay. All right. Well, I like hashtagging because the, the same, it's, it's kind of similar to, to geotagging where you can find where people are. Um, that is so important because when I first started off with online dating, I would meet someone who lived just so darn far away, and then I'd be on the phone with this person thinking to myself, okay, how am I going to travel to to Ohio, mm-hmm. and I live in Boston? Like, what, how, how is this going to happen? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, is she going to hop on a plane? Am I going to do it? And at the time, I, I had just started school. I just started college. So I'm like, all right, now my textbooks, let me see. i got to pay for my textbooks. Am I going to, like, skip a payment and go fly to Ohio? You know, it wasn't practical. Mm-hmm. So 
it's vitally important that you use hashtag. And so what's a hashtag? A hashtag is basically where you put um, the pound symbol um, in front of the keyword. Um, and this could be any word. It could be a sequence of numbers, just as long as there's no space in between, because then it loses its hashtag ability, I guess. <laughs> it's tag. So, for instance, for instance, if, um, let's say I just wanted to get the attention of, um, I don't know, people who live in the area code 404, which is an area code of Atlanta, mm-hmm. then I would just put hashtag 404. It's, it's that simple. Um, you can make anything into a keyword. Um, it's nothing specific. But what I do is, let's say I just kind of want to see who's in the area. I'll actually run a search. Mm-hmm. I'll, run a, I'll run a search on a hashtag, and I will actually see who's in that area. So, for instance, I'm in New York. New York's a great place because there's so many people here. So if I put NYC, like hashtag NYC or hashtag Harlem or hashtag, you know, Westchester, anything, you know, you're going to get a ton of results. And usually I just scroll down and I just, I'm just looking at the thumbnails of mm-hmm. a lot of the young ladies and, you know, I get to take my pick. So it's a great way to find people in certain localities or better yet, if you're at a certain event, if you're at a, you know, like a popular club, especially if the club has a very unique name, you can actually search on that keyword and you'll actually find people who are at the club just like you. And it's very simple to use that as a starting point to meet them and, you know, to tweet them and then meet them. Uh, uh, but they would have had to uh, to hashtag the venue in their tweet, though, wouldn't they? Um, No. And as a matter of fact, I think, and this is what I don't know, I don't know if Twitter made that a new um, feature or not, mm-hmm. but no, not necessarily. The hashtag um, actually finds... Um, other people, whether they use it or not. So oh. the hashtag, I think, is almost invisible, right? So you, if you search on a word, mm-hmm. um, whether or not it's hashtagged or not, I believe the hashtag is ignored. Oh, okay, cool. And also another way, I'm not oh. sure if this was in the book, another way to, because some of the mobile Twitter apps, uh, they have who's nearby? Yes. Yes, 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 yep. So, and um, I didn't know about this either until I, until I got so an iPhone. Oh, I got the oh, iPhone okay. after the book. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, there's there's a there's a who's around me or the there's an around me app which um, finds of course like restaurants and stuff around you. But there's also one very similar for Twitter on a lot of these applications, and you can actually find um, Twitter users who are in your vicinity. So it kind of makes the whole locating people way easier. Yeah. <laughs> Just go yeah. on there, look at the pictures, and like, okay, where is she? Where is he? Exactly, yeah. So if you see someone who's cute, all you have to do is keep turning the pages in the book and <laughs> it'll guide you right through the conversation. Okay, so give me um, the three D's of meeting women on Twitter. Oh, man, wow. You said three D's. Well, that's, well, that's what you wrote so, in the book, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. I actually don't know the D's offhand. Uh-oh. You might have to start with the first D. Give me the first uh, D. I don't have the first D. I figured you knew what they were. <laughs> I, didn't <write> <laughs> I, I don't even remember the I first I didn't D. write them what? down. I usually do, but this time I didn't because, you know, you know your stuff so well. Where's your book? You better dig up your yeah. book real quick. Well, <laughs> okay, well, I'll, 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 I'll kind of look through it now. But um, just in general, when I went in out, now just in the process of writing the book, what was funny is, and, and this is the same with writing all of these books, um, I've done the internet dating thing so much that it's so easy to kind of do things second nature mm-hmm. where I'm explaining it to people. I'm like, man, I have to actually come up with a way to explain how I did that. Like, for instance, one of the concepts that I talk about all the time in the book, and not to change the subject, but one of the concepts I talk about all the time is... Um, where you kind of have to take a woman off her high horse uh-huh. to an extent, especially if she's a celebrity, to kind of get her attention. Because, you know, you have a lot of people who are used to getting messaged all the time. Oh, I know what you mean. So, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you have to get people's attention or they'll... <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> so, you know, you have to find ways to get people's attention. So, you know, like one of the concepts I do a lot is I kind of break her down and build her up again. But I really didn't even think about it until, you know, people started asking me, so how do you get 
how do you get their attention? Like, like what, what's the process? And I had to think, okay, how am I doing it? Because it's something that you don't think about after a while. So it's like, you know, like yeah. riding a bike. Because you're a natural. How do you describe that? You're a natural. Uh, I practiced. I was not always a natural, but, you know, I, I did start quite a bit of time ago. Right. So, all right. So what? I found my 3D. So the okay, 3D, finally. I do remember that. <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is dialogue. So these are 3Ds of meeting women on Twitter. It's dialogue, it's dialing, and dating. It's very, very simple. So first off, with your dialogue, um, you have to make sure that you have a good, fluid conversation exchange. Of course, I describe that in detail in the book. But in your dialogue, you're having like a back and forth. Um, your first message typically should be something to grab her attention depending on her type. And earlier on in the book, I talk about Damn near all the types of women. Maybe you found yourself in there as well, Lucia, somewhere in my description. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, depending under, on her type, uh, you know, you, you wrap her attention and you, you know, you kind of initiate, in, initiate a dialogue. Um, then the second part is dialing. Because you want to get to the point where you're so fluid in your conversations that you're able to move it from, you know, tweeting her back and forth to getting her into a direct message exchange. So what's that? In order to direct message somebody, and direct messaging is basically just private messaging someone where other people don't see it. Because on Twitter, everything is public, like your timeline, everything. Mm -hmm. So if, if I happen to see a, a beautiful woman online, I'm like, wow, you know, let's say it's Kim Kardashian. I'm like, wow, Kim is fly. How do I go about it? Well, the first thing I would have to do is I couldn't just message her without anybody seeing it. I would have to put out a public message. So that the stakes are a little higher. So you have to, I would probably say something to knock her off her high horse a little bit, or maybe if she needed a suggestion on something, I would give her a very creative answer. Mm -hmm. So I would get her attention that way. Now, provided she wrote back, you know, I might make another comment or suggestion or elaborate on what I said previously. Then at that point, um, sometimes, a lot of times, what happens is, especially if the woman likes you or is curious about you as well, she might follow you. So, of course, you follow her back, you know, as the guy. Mm -hmm. And then once two people are following each other, then you have the ability to direct message that person, whereas you can send, and they call the DM for direct message, and then that way you guys can have, like, a little exchange, you know, behind the scenes, so to speak. So within the whole goal of the whole, um, the three D's of meeting someone is to get to the point where you're dating them. In order to dial them, you do have to get them off Twitter. So the whole DM exchange, I recommend maybe three or four exchanges, maybe up to five. Um, within five exchanges, you definitely want to move it to the phone, and that's the, at the point you get it to dial. And from that point, with dialing, and you know, I'm kind of an impatient guy, usually – after that first conversation, we have a date set up. Hmm. Wow. So, uh, and, you, and you mentioned something about you tell guys to, uh, on the public timeline, to say, follow me, I want to DM you something. Yes, yes, yes. There, there, there are times where you have to be a little bit more direct. Sometimes, and it depends on the woman, it depends on the situation. Um, I, of course, prefer for a woman to follow me, you know, after I first message her. And sometimes that happens. Many times that happens. Mm -hmm. And that's how you can kind of at least begin to um, begin to gauge whether or not she is attracted to you and wants to take things further. Like, okay, wow, you know, she, she followed me. Or maybe she's just interested for whatever reason. Just take it and run. See what happens. Other times, though, it is necessary, um, particularly if she's popular or maybe, you know, you, you just kind of want to see where things go. So you could say, yeah, listen, you know, you seem cool. Follow me. I want to I wanna, I wanna DM you something. And you might want to be a little bit more bold. Yeah, in fact, someone did that with me. They, I, they must have read your book. And, mm -hmm. uh, uh -oh. <laughs> and I really don't follow a lot of people because I take my Twitter seriously and I don't want people getting in there and saying things that I don't want to read. So, um, so I thought, okay, you know, I'll just follow him until he tells me what he needs to tell me. And then I'm going to unfollow him. <laughs> And um, and so he, I did uh, follow him, but he didn't DM me, 
And then this is he was one of the guys that had too many tweets. He was tweeting every hour. So I unfollowed him. And, and then I get a message saying, why would you unfollow me? <laughs> <laughs> see, you know, and see, that's an issue. And there's a balance because in the book, I and I do this over and over again in the book because I do it over and over again in person. And I always tell guys, look, stop asking to stop obsessing over who's following you. The only purpose into asking a lady to follow you um, so you can DM them something is just that. Just because you want to have that private DM, that's it. There shouldn't be any obsession over who's following you or just or just your followers in general. Because, of course, the higher or the, the more amount, you know, the more followers that you have, a lot of people, you know, feel pretty great. Hey, I have, have 4,000 followers on Twitter. Okay, wonderful. But that really doesn't matter in terms of your prospects. But if you are dealing with a lady one-on-one, it is helpful that she's following you so you guys can have that private exchange before she gives you her number. Because obviously, no one's going to put their number in their timeline. Right. Obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Now, what about... You said you can... You can know if someone is on Twitter, when someone is on Twitter. Yes. Yes. Well, right. You you have a you have a general idea because you can see um, how quickly they reply to messages. Um, because your timeline, your again, every time you post an update. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with um, Twitter, it's very similar to Facebook in that when someone puts an update or puts updates their status, you get to see how long ago they posted that status. Um, Twitter is like Facebook on crack in that (laughs) (laughs) people are updating constantly. Whereas Facebook, yeah, Eh, Facebook, you put up an update maybe every three, four hours, maybe. It's not uncommon to see people update their Twitter statuses, you know, every couple of minutes. You know, it's it's not uncommon, Mm -hmm. or at least for a certain period of time. Like maybe for a 30-minute interval, you might see someone put up like maybe, you know, 10 updates. Mm Mm-hmm. So that being said, you can kind of tell because if they write you, you know, you might take three minutes to reply and then they might write you right back. That's how you can tell that they're online and they're actively looking at it. So there's no online indicator, but there are ways to kind of, you know, kind of tell if someone has been online recently or is probably online looking at your stuff right now. And so then how does that work to one's advantage when they're trying to meet someone? Okay, it's a huge advantage. I, I prefer it that way because if they're online, then shoot, you can just move things a little quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when, and I noticed this in the past, even before Twitter, just with just different websites, like for instance, MySpace. Before MySpace enabled instant messaging, um, you would message someone, and sometimes that person won't get back to you for four, five, six days, and it's not necessarily because they're not interested, but it's because they don't log on often. Right. So it it slows things down. So if someone's online, I mean, and I talk about this in the book, I've not only met women off the Internet within, you know, an hour, 30 minutes. I mean, with Twitter, and I did this last summer, I I was meeting women, like, within the minutes, like, within a minute or two, (laughs) like, in person. And I, I talk about that in the book. And, and a lot of people are like, okay, now you're now you're BSing me. Come uh-huh. on, come on, Rico. What, what, what's going on? You can do it with these mobile applications because, like I said earlier, you know, if you're at a particular place, there was a, a big party that I was at in Toronto, and I was actually like by the bar, and I went on Twitter on my phone, and I actually, you know, put in the name of the club in the phone, and I ran a search. And I saw some really attractive women. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so then I tweeted, I tweeted like maybe, you know, a dozen of them. Uh-huh. And about four or five um, actually wrote back. And um, I ended up, you know, kind of meeting them. So I, at one point I was like, hey, you know, I'm by the, I'm by the bar. And the, oh, I'm, I'm like right around the corner. I'm wearing the whatever. And it worked out that way. So, so there are ways. Yeah, you can get really creative with Twitter. Twitter's a, a powerful tool if you know how to use it. I know. I'm seeing that. Wow, you are very creative. So when you're at this venue, and the same venue, so what did you put in your tweet to get their attention? Um, It kind of depends. Um, Like, for instance, if, you know, you, you want, again, 
the way I approach my Twitter is a little different only because, of course, it's like a public timeline. So I'll say something probably a little bit less hitting, but at least something that will get their attention. Like, okay, this guy isn't just saying this to all the women. So I'll say something like, you know, like, for instance, let's say I search on the keyword of the name of a club. Let's, let's say I'm searching for the Hippodrome. I think that's a place out in Rhode Island somewhere. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But let's say I'm searching for the Hippodrome. So I'll put Hippodrome, and I'll hit the search button on my little Twitter app. Um, and all the occurrences of Hippodrome will come up on my screen. So most likely, most of the entries that I'm seeing are from people who are actually at the same club that I'm at at the time. Right. So I'll see, I'll see that. Probably, maybe I'll scroll down the list. And let's say I see a woman named Erica who has, hey, I'm at the Hippodrome with my girlfriends and I'm having a great time, right? Uh-huh. I'll say, ah, jackpot. Damn. <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so then I will hit the, you know, the at reply button and I will proceed to message her and I'll say something to the effect of, oh, I, you know, um, it's nice to see that there's some attractive girls here. And I'll put like a little wink. And that's it. It would just be subtle. Just subtle, but it will be there. Now, in many cases, especially since she's there and she's texting or, or, or tweeting from there, she'll be checking her, her, her replies, they call them replies or her mentions. Mm-hmm. She'll be checking those fairly often. So it's not uncommon for, and in this particular case, this woman, her name wasn't Erica, mm-hmm. but um, let's just say Erica's checking. She might say, oh, this guy, Linus, is kind of cute. And he said that, and I think he thinks I'm cute, so maybe, hey, you know. So, you know, in, in this particular case, she wrote back. She was like, oh, you're here too? What's your name? Where are you from? And by that point, I already know when the game's over, Lucia. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure. It's uh, people complicated, but it's really that simple. Wow, I'm going to try that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next time I'm out somewhere. Um Okay, so then we have the five things you should avoid at all costs on Twitter. Do you remember what those are? Oh, my God. There's way more than five. I think I picked, like, the, the five that were... Yes, you put it. <laughs> but I remember... Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's more Let me see. Five. Well, the first... One of the things I can remember offhand is just being too available. Um, a lot of people, just like you said, they, they tweet all the time. Um, they message women too quickly. And I, I really blame this one on the guys because women, I think most women have it like down to a science on how to at least appear a little bit occupied, even when they aren't Mm -hmm. like, for instance, I've had a lot of women. And I think this is actually in that book. I'm sure you probably read it called the rules that was written. What in the seventies? Ha ha. The nineties. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know when it was written. <laughs> it, it, it read like it was in the, written in the 70s. <laughs> anywho, <laughs> anywho, I think this was like one of the main concepts in the book. It, was, it talked about like if a guy calls you, you don't call him right back. There are all these rules, and, and that's why the book was called Rules. Um, I think men, we need to have rules, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of women have rules all day, and a lot of guys are just, you know, chasing, and they're acting like... Um, Acting like the dog on Garfield. What was the dog's name? Um, I don't know. Um, Odie. Uh-huh. A, lot, a lot of guys are acting like Odie, you know, running around with their tongues out, just chasing all kinds of booty. And it, it shouldn't work that way. So with Twitter, you know, one of the five things that you should never do to avoid is to be too available. Always, you know, don't reply too quickly. Take some time away from Twitter. If a woman, for instance, asks, you, especially if it's a personal question, just be like, I don't know if I want to tell you yet, maybe if you play it right. You know, something slick. Mm-hmm. Make her work for it. Women make us work for it all the time, so it's about time we return the favor. So that's another one. Another one is, um, you know, randomly asking other Twitter users to follow you. Mm-hmm. You know, like randomly. Mm-hmm. Like, or just putting out an update saying, hey, follow me, follow me. Tell your <laughs> friends to follow me. Please follow me. Please. Right. You're begging Please. me. Oh, my gosh, yes. And it just makes you look desperate. There's, there's nothing worse than that. That's like walking down the street saying, will you be my friend? Mm. <laughs> Instead of asking for it, you have to be worth being followed. That's right. You know? Um, another one is, you know, giving too much information about yourself. Um, you know, just all over your timeline. Um, you also have to avoid, like we talked about earlier, you know, having public arguments on Twitter. That, that, that's the 
strangest phenomenon ever. People <laughs> are having these little internet beasts. Right. I mean, nothing makes you, I mean, it's entertaining. You'll probably get followers out of that, but it's for the wrong reason. You don't really want to do that. And the last thing is being a groupie. So if you, you know, Kim Kardashian, we talked about her. Um, um, Nicole from the Pussycat Dolls. These are popular women who have scores and scores and scores of groupies, you know, male groupies online, guys who are just trying and trying and trying to get at them. And, you know, if you tweeted her once, if she doesn't reply or, you know, if she gives you just like a, a graceful brush off, just let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of guys just don't know when to, when to quit. So there you go. Those are the five things to avoid. All right. Whew. Glad we got through those. Um, now, I just thought of something. So back to the club. <laughs> so let's Uh-oh. say you're looking to see who's nearby on your app and you see, let's say, five women you want to contact. Now, if you r- write to each five of them on your timeline and then I go check it, you tell your timeline, I see you've written to four other women. You know, it's like, I don't want to write you back. Um, well, see, that can, see you, you say it that way, and I think that's what might scare a lot of guys, but what you're neglecting to realizes is the way in which you do it. Now, if you remember from the example that I gave when I was talking to Erica, I just said, hey, it's, it's nice to see some good-looking women here. You know, I'll say that to Erica. If I see another woman named Ashley, first off, I'm not going to do it, like, back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back. Okay. But, you know, in, in between time, I'll say, you know, the DJ is really good. Oh, this is my song right here. And then maybe, you know, 20, 30 minutes later, I might see someone else. Let's say her name is Ashley. I'll say... I'll say to Ashley, you know, it's dependent on what she put because everything's situational. So let's say I search on Hippodrome and it'll pull up Ashley and Ashley will say, oh man, I can't stand this song. (laughs) Uh And then I'll put, say that again? No, I just said, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. So if she could say, I'm at Hippodrome and I can't stand this song. So then I'll put, Ashley, you know, Ashley, what song are you listening to? Or, you know, I'm I'm here too, and, you know, I, I don't, what's wrong with that song? Or, or whatever. Oh, okay. You, you make it situational, mm. so then that way it doesn't seem like you're just saying, hey, baby, to 100 girls. You don't do that. You always want to, you know, at least get into the conversation. And once you're in, then you can kind of make those suggestions. And, and what a lot of guys fail to mention is that, you know, women aren't dumb. Women aren't stupid. If she likes you, she'll make it a point to at least put out the hint. If, if she's not really responding or if you just say, you know, you have good taste in music, Ashley, if she just says thanks, I mean, you know, <laughs> she might not, she's probably not interested. She could be, but, eh, you know, in those situations, especially, I call that speed tweeting, by the way, uh-huh. when you meet someone you know, off-site. I call that mobile speed tweeting. If you're mobile speed tweeting somebody, and then I'll show that at least immediate spark, and you just kind of want to let it go. Right. Yeah, I could just thinking to myself, I mean, if some hot guy tweeted me, which, of course, it never happens, um, I, 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, would, um, I wouldn't just say thanks if I was interested. I'd try to engage in conversation. Exactly, exactly. You know, I mean, you know, if, if if a woman is interested enough, she'll, she may not, you know, run up and approach you, but she'll certainly facilitate, you know, good conversation. You know, no one's going to, no one's going to shoot down something that they really like. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. um, well, that is it, Mr. Royal Flyness. We, we're, we've done oh. our, our third interview. Yes, yes, this was fun. And I, I'm sure there'll be a fourth because I know you're working on something. Oh, you mean a fifth? Oh, a f- no, no. We've only had three interviews. You have four books. Oh, a fourth interview. I thought you meant a book. Yes. Right. So. Um, Absolutely. Okay. Are you or are you working on anything else besides the book that you care to plug? Um. Yeah. Actually, we're really busy. So as you can see, of course, um, there was a flyer created for the event. It has myself. I don't know if you recognize the lady. I don't, I don't know if you're big no. into porn, but no. uh, not really. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> well, the lady on, on the flyer um, is actually um, adult film star. Her name is Monet Devine. Her and I actually, we actually met online, and we did like a little photo shoot. So um, um, I actually have a, another company. It's called Finest Models. So it's Finest Publishing that does the books. It's mm-hmm. Finest Models. 
And at finestmodels.com, you can get all the information. But basically, it's a modeling organization. We're starting, we're kind of in the in the infancy stages of starting up an agency. But right now, we do photography. We do a lot of promotional events. And of course, all the ladies who participate, they do hold a book. They hold a book. They look cute. And um, it is used for, you know, promotional purposes. So that's one of the main things I'm working on now. Cool. Um, I also have a weekly show, a weekly uh, Ustream show on Sundays. It airs at 10 p.m. Um, it's even airing tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. And um, we talk about dating issues. You know, we just go all out. And how do we find you on Ustream? Okay, the Ustream link, um, you can get everything at flynesspublishing.com. Okay. It's the easiest. You can get all my books at flynesspublishing.com. Of course, tweeterandmeter.com. The specific Ustream link is www.theflystream.tk. <laughs> so that's T as in Tom, K as in Kite. The fly So theflystream.tk. I like that. And how come you haven't had me on your show? What's up with that? Haven't had any, what? You haven't had me on your Ustream show. Oh, well, show. Oh, let's, let's do oh. it. <laughs> Actually, I've only oh, had, and, and I started the Ustream show since, I started the Ustream show last August, and I've only had um, really one guest. It's okay. I'm so just, I haven't I'm had a lot of guests. It's okay. But I would love to have you on. That would be phenomenal. That'd be great. We'll talk. All right, we we got to get out. We, we <laughs> exactly. All right. So thank you so much for being on, and I look forward to our fourth interview. All right. Cool. Okay. Sounds good. Take care. Bye. All right. You too. Bye. Bye. Okay. He's got a lot going on. Good for him. And uh, just a reminder, my website is theartoflove.net. You can sign up for my free weekly newsletter there. I have a book at Lucia uh, lessonsoflove.net, and the title of the book is Lucia's Lessons of Love. And until next time, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens. You're listening to The Art of Love with your host, Lucia, right here on L.A. Talk Radio.